0: Good morning, everyone, and welcome to today's edition of the Daily Stand-Up. I'm Lee Henson, President and Founder of Agile Dab. Without any further ado, let's get started. So today I wanted to continue our journey talking about the Agile 12-step program. In case you missed it, I want to remind you it's not all or nothing. It's not a red pill, blue pill solution. It's not required that you do it in order. But doing it in order does certainly become more effective. So yesterday we had an opportunity to focus on three of the very most important things, uh, trying to figure out what your organizational problem is that you are trying to solve, setting realistic expectations with leadership, and having a good understanding of all the different agile roles. Today, we're going to shift our focus to number four, five, and six from our program. Uh, number four talks about focusing on product ownership and backlog item creation. So, the number one issue we see when we walk into organizations is uh, backlog item creation and preparation. Most organizations that are attempting to embrace Agile really struggle with this because most wait until too late in the process to really think about you know, how they're addressing product ownership and how they create their backlogs. Uh, most are really struggling because they're not really... Either the people who are asked to create the backlog, i.e. product owners, they, they really don't have their head around what the consumer needs are, or strategically what direction we're trying to go with the product, or how does this affect us regarding technological feasibility. A lot of times there are gaps in the product owner's understanding of what they think the consumer wants and what the consumer actually needs. I think the key here is for us to really dig in. And, uh, you know, William Wake, Bill Wake, came up with uh, something called the invest model. He talked about when we write our backlog items That not only do we have to have a good solid, you know, organizational and team definition of done, but we also need to have, you know, clear definition of ready. We need to have a strong acceptance criteria. You know, there's lots of pieces that we need, but the one thing that Bill pointed out was he talked about uh, the invest model, I N V E S T, and it's an acronym. And uh, he said when you're writing good backlog items, they should be independent. So, you know, they shouldn't have a lot of dependencies. You should avoid dependencies whenever possible. And, of course, the best way to avoid a dependency is by not having a dependency. We learned about that in the seven deadly sins of technical debt. The N is for negotiable. I think this is one of the most important ones. Just because a backlog item is written doesn't mean it's a contract. The team should work together with the product owner and other stakeholders to try to come up with a solution that makes sense to everyone involved. There may be some negotiation about the way the backlog item is created or the way the technology is being implemented or used. The V is valuable. That's the common sense one. If what you're creating doesn't add value, you probably shouldn't be creating it. The E is for estimable or estimable, because estimatable is not a word. No, really, estimatable is not a word. But the E is there for us to say we should be able to estimate the size or scope. It should be small enough in size, which is the S, size small so that we can uh, so that we can or it, it, the s stands for size appropriately which in my mind is small we want to make sure that things are small enough for us to get our head around so that we can make an accurate forecast and have a good solid estimate and then finally the t is for testable you never want to build something that you can't test or that you can't figure out so you want to make sure that you have each of those assets as part of each backlog element you create prior to putting it into any kind of planning meeting if you don't have all those things done by the time it enters a planning meeting you know the team's going to have to think of those things in the planning meeting and it's just going to cause much grief what we found is that by breaking you know the large sprint planning meetings you know as prescribed in the in the uh scrum guide uh, you know they say eight hours for a four week or one month sprint you know, By breaking those down into multiple smaller meetings, and by embracing uh, backlog refinement, what we've discovered is that you can break this down into smaller meetings that are meaningful with fewer participants, that you have everyone's 100% dedicated attention, and you're actually getting things done, which is exactly where we need to be. So our focus should turn to backlog item creation and product ownership. Number five is the big dinger. <laughs> it's holding proper Agile meetings with the correct purpose, attendees, and agenda. My rule is no agenda, no meeting. And I don't care at what level that is. If you don't have a clearly defined agenda, if you don't have everything outlined for me, I'm not going to sit here and spend the time going through a meeting where we don't know what we're going to discuss and I've had no opportunity to prepare the other one is, you know, the purpose. You know, if you don't have a clearly defined goal for your outcome, you know, separate from the agenda, that, that also drives me to leave the meeting. The the truth is, more money is wasted in organizations holding incorrect conversations with the incorrect parties involved, without any goals established, with no clear agenda. You know, the art of the conversation is one that positively needs to be mastered. Every meeting should have a clear agenda, a clear purpose, and the right attendees. You know, it seems so simple on the surface, but for me to say that I'd say over 90% of the organizations that we go to are struggling with this issue regularly. So it's, it's 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 a problem. It's an ongoing problem that we see organizations struggling with. And I hope that, you know, through this message that many of you may be able to, you know, get your head better around meetings and try to figure out what you can do to you know, hold the right meetings at the right time with the right people. The last thing technical people want to do is be in a meeting, uh, especially one that doesn't involve decisions that they have control over. So I think it's just critical and super important for us to really hyper-focus and say, okay, you know, now that we know what we're trying to do, let's make sure that in this meeting we keep it short, to the point, relevant, and get these people back to work. And I, I think that's the key. And then another one going back to backlog uh, item research creation and delivery. Number 6 is talking about clearly defining a product or project release cycle. You know, figuring out a cadence that's satisfactory to both the strategic initiatives that we're trying to achieve and to our end consumers is is, you know, often a struggle. You know, because the cha- the challenge becomes that the customers, as desperately as some of them would like, more frequent you know, releases and more frequent updates to their products and services, the second you give them more updates, they complain that they're getting too many updates. Or the second you change things around too frequently, they'll say, you know, you're constantly making changes just when you're just starting to get used to the, the old way of the product or service. But then if you're not making changes frequently enough, they say that you don't care and you're not listening to their requests for change. So... I guess what I'm trying to say is we have to come in with an understanding that the end consumer's idea sometimes is quite fickle. And they, uh, while they don't want to be bounced around, they do want change. So the key is understanding that people who are on the ground asking for the work to be done, frequently you know, they want to flex dates that have been set forth by the organization with regard to how they're going to release and what the release time frame should be. You know, I think it's just important for us to support our teams and to define and stick to a release cycle that makes sense if it's at all possible. Now, that doesn't mean that the release is set in stone. What it means is that we have to have some limited flexibility, but that we need to be mindful of the people who are doing the work when we expose that flexibility. We can't just go in and say, okay, we're going to be flexible and, you know, cause grief across everyone who's working. You know, I think that there's a difference between flexibility and chaos, and you know, a lot of organizations you know yield to fire alarm model or chaos. And while in the manifestos, uh, in the manifesto supporting principles, it 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 enforces us that you know we we do make changes you know as needed and even late in delivery. It doesn't mean that it doesn't come with a price, and I think that we need to understand that price. And we need to make sure that we have a good understanding of how we're building our products. So focus on product ownership and backlog item creation. Make sure you have a good understanding. Hold the right Agile meetings at the right time for the right time frame with the right purpose, attendees, and agenda. And keep those meetings short and sweet and more frequent if you have to with a smaller audience. And then finally, clearly define what your release cycles are going to be. You'll be surprised. It really does make a difference. And that way, nobody's left behind and everybody kind of knows what's going on. So I hope you found this useful to you. Tune in tomorrow as we cover the next three items from the uh, Agile 12-Step program. We're so excited, and we appreciate you listening to our episodes. As always, we encourage you to visit AgileDad.com and invite your friends to listen to the podcast. Lots of good information in 15 minutes or less. Thanks again. We appreciate you. We encourage you to stay healthy, stay agile, and stay well, my friends. Until next time, do take care.